Ugh. Help me put the blindfold on. On you? No, this is spider here. Why are you putting a blindfold on that spider? I want to see, no pun intended, if I can still catch his... Ah, he got me. Ah. Fred, Fred, where'd you go, buddy? Well, well, I guess it's time for the theme song. Hi, this is Moose Jaw Matt here on Nature and Science for Kids. And Fred and Sean were trying to blindfold an animal. An ogre spider. An ogre-faced spider, to be specific. You may be wondering why. And I am too. Maybe we should just ask. Sean? Your name's Sean, right? Yeah. Hi, what's up? Why was Fred trying to blindfold the spider? And what happened to him? Oh, yeah. Apparently, while trying to blindfold the spider, it latched onto him and he panicked. He, well, uh, it uh, wasn't a very pretty sight when I found him. He was foaming at the mouth. His eyes were severely dilated. And uh, we'll leave it at that. Why was he trying to blindfold a spider? And how does that even happen? Yeah, uh, I think I should start with some of the basics about these guys. They have these massive night vision eyes so they can see in the dark. Excellent hearing, striking suddenly while listening for flying prey. They do a half backflip and they catch it while it's in the midair. They, they do this by using a tiny net made out of their webbing that they hold in their forelimbs. So like a baseball glove? Uh, yeah, a little bit. They don't have eardrums, but sensory organs near the tips of their legs, detecting subtle changes in pressure by sound waves in the air. Uh, there was a researcher with us who said, it's very alien to us because we don't have a sensory system like this. You know, we use our ears, but they use that listening sense organ on their legs. Very strange. Well, the spider flips outward, casting its net as if fishing for an insect. It can also scoop them off the ground. So that's where Sean came in with this. Uh, well, uh, I won't question his judgment, but he came up with this idea to blindfold them. He wanted to know if blindfolding them changed what or how they caught prey. Well, how, what did they find out? Well, once he was able to uh, blindfold them, eventually, he found that they didn't capture insects on the ground anymore. But they could still catch flying insects just fine. Wow, so they didn't use their eyes to catch flying insects. They must have been listening for them? That's right. Hmm, that's interesting. Well, listeners... Oh, by the way, thanks, Sean. Enjoy your research and blindfolding spiders with Fred. So, listeners, here's a little more I've been finding out about these spiders from their research. These spiders, ogre-faced spiders, are also called net casting spiders and they're a little over one inch long not too big not too small for a spider but with their legs stretched out they can be about three inches across they can be found in australia africa and parts of north america you can identify them if it's a spider hanging upside down with a tiny net in its front limbs it looks like a tiny plastic grocery bag it eats insects and it's mainly active at night 
As I said, it also goes by the name Net Casting Spider, which totally makes sense because it looks like it has a grocery bag or a net. Scientists think they can also do something else fascinating. Here's their idea. These spiders build their traps above a flat, evenly covered surface, like a leaf. They put a few dabs of white substance on the leaf below them. Likely, the spider uses those dots to help it aim. When a bug blocks out the target dots as the bugs walking along, the spider then launches its aerial attack exactly when the bug is on those dots. As it drops down onto its prey, it stretches out the webbing net that it has in its front limbs. Remember the grocery bag looking thing? The spider then throws that net over the bug, snaps it closed, and traps the prey. Ha ha! So clever! And I'm glad they are only an inch in size, because if they were six feet big, I'd probably never walk under a tree again. It's fascinating. How clever these ogre-faced spiders are. They can hunt with their eyes, ambushing their prey on the ground, or with their sound-sensing organs on their legs, catching their prey in mid-flight. They do not waste any opportunity. These spiders are opportunistic. They make the most of the chances they have to get food. We can be opportunistic too. I'm not talking about just food, but in any situation, if you have a chance to help out, do some chores around the house, complete your homework well, or do something good for someone else. Choose to do it and then complete it. Be opportunistic. Listeners, thank you for joining me on the podcast today. I've enjoyed learning about ogre-faced spiders or the net-casting spiders, and I hope you have too. Remember, be opportunistic. Do good when you can. Look for those opportunities. I'm Moose Jawmat. Until next time, keep exploring your ogre face spiders, your nets, your dots on leaves, your blindfolds, your Freds, your Shans, your eight-legged creatures with sound-sensing organs on their legs. Keep exploring your world. That's the one.